0: Hello, everyone, and to our dedicated listeners, it is Katie and Tisa here today with um, Sharon Hall, infamous fraternity barrel horse trainer and winner. Currently, she was one of the fourth biggest money winners in the pink buckle races. I'm sure you all have heard of those on her infamous horse, Stella. Hello, Stella. Excuse me. And right now, Sharon is in Frisco, Texas. Her and her family have a ranch in Pilot Point, Texas. But more importantly, Sharon is founder of a charity that she feels dearly about, and it is called Barrels for Brains. And Sharon's gonna touch on that a little bit today and go over her story. And we thank you so much for having a, being on Hearts and Hooks. Sharon, could you introduce yourself a little?
1: Well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me on, I feel very honored and uh, Sharon Hall here as a uh, veteran barrel horse trainer for, I want to say for the public, I'm going on about 25 years um, And I've had tremendous success last year that I feel very fortunate about with Hello Stella. And yes, today I'm I'm very excited about talking um, to our listeners about our new 501c3 foundation that I am in great hopes would become our industry's charity of choice. Definitely.
2: So that, that, um, charity is called barrels for brains. Can you give us a little bit of history and why you're so passionate about barrels for brains?
1: Yes, I would love to, um, you know, as a competitor for probably 35 years now, and also having a, um, traumatic brain injury, um, under the age of two myself, um, and some injuries along the way. Um, I have personally experienced, um, some side effects, uh, from that, um, including short and long-term, uh, memory loss, as well as, you know, brain fog, um, you know, focus deficits. (laughs) Um, so that along with me personally experiencing these things, as well as having very close friends, um, colleagues in the industry that have had major injuries that has affected their lives, you know, long-term, short-term. Um, uh, some get better and some have it. Uh, so I feel that it's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. However, we, the whole purpose of starting this foundation is to bring awareness, um, create preventative measures like with helmet use um, and helping those that are injured uh, with finance financially help, uh, financial help uh, after insurance doesn't cover anymore. So that's pretty much the whole basis of, you know, what we're all about and trying to help others that have experienced traumatic brain injuries um, so we can help them physically uh, rehab back to health. That's really, really
2: powerful. Sharon, so how would you define trauma in um, in your industry and maybe personal experience as well? You've kind of talked about the physical trauma that you went through as a young child, but just seeing some of the people that are a part of barrels for brain, what does trauma look like for you now?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, traumatic brain injury, it's usually results from like, you know, uh, very heavy or violent blow to the, to the head, um, or the brain, or even just a jolt to the head, um, or body actually. Um, mild traumatic brain injury, you know, can affect your brain cells, um, temporary or long-term. Um, it's, you know, there's different forms of it, of, you know, according to doctors, but of course I'm not that, but, um, bruising, you know, torn tissues, bleeding on the brain, um, all these can result in long-term complications or death. Um, unfortunately we've seen some of those in our industry
0: earlier in our conversation, you had mentioned there's even small effects like the G force when we are running barrels through the barrels or you can possibly get a small concussion from that. Could you elaborate on that just a little, it's not just one big blow to the head that affects people.
1: Exactly. Um, so there is wide ranging physical and psychological effects, um, from traumatic brain injuries. Um, Some may be immediate after the traumatic event, or some may appear weeks or months, years later. Those would include like headaches, nausea, fatigue, um, maybe problems with speech, dizziness, loss of balance. Um, All these are just uh, physical symptoms. Um, but, But to elaborate, what? I have done a lot of research. I actually sat in under Dr. Amen over one weekend and you know, he studies a lot of football players and you know, the injuries that they're taking. Um, If you do some research on like the sled bobbing um, in our, you know. uh, uh, Olympics maybe. Yeah, our Olympics, like what the hose (laughs) <laughs> what those athletes do before and after is very shocking. And that would be, you know, something someone could look up on their own, but there's a lot of rehab to that. And just the G force, you know, our horses can run up to 25 mile an hour, 20 to 25 mile an hour. And when you go from, you know, zero to 20, like in the split seconds that were, you know, in incurring and, and doing it at, at three barrels that's a lot. Your egg is moving around. (laughs) And so that G force can cause some, um, mild, you know, concussion that we may not know about, but I think over time, that's part of my, you know, memory loss. Wow. How has your foundation barrels
0: for brains helped bring this a little bit of this awareness to barrel racers? well
1: we are just getting finalized so okay. we are at the point of you know bringing it out to the public and encouraging um not like uh, sponsors producers uh, contestants. We want it to get to everybody in our industry so we can help and support those that have incurred injuries or are currently going through rehab. Um, so we're just at that point, um, we're live up and running and, you know, ready to take donations. And, um, of course we have, um, five founders, um, uh, members on the board, but we are always open. You know, to having experts in the field. Um, you know, be on the board as well. Um, so we're we're working with um, the Austin Developing Minds. Um, we have a consulting doctor there, um, Janae Ornelius, and. Um, Brandon Wilson, both Mm -hmm. have incurred major brain injuries and are both on our board. So we we
0: we spoke with Janae actually a couple weeks ago, and that was her her story was great. Yeah. So with all this, obviously none of this would happen with 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 or without horses. But there's all kinds of forms of it in different sports. But since you are in the horse world, the barrel world, how are horses? in your life working as your communication line to youth the general public how are they helping with your communication oh
1: they i mean horses are my ministry okay they have been you know god's focal point of communication with you know Clients that become long-term friends. Um, I've taken in interns for the last 15 years. Uh, I've continued to mentor. Um, It's really, um, they're they're, they're a a rehab (laughs) and therapy uh, in their own um, entity. And I just have been very fortunate that they have been a huge part of my life and my career and with the relationships and the people that I currently have in my life. I'm just very fortunate for that.
2: That's amazing. And you kind of answered this um, in your last question with Tisa, but due to some of the accidents you've had with horses or close friends, can you imagine if you would have thrown in the towel and said, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's too hard. Or, you know, where would you be without horses?
1: Probably dead. (laughs) Honestly, I, I really probably would be dead if I didn't have horses in my life. And, um, I've, I've come near death, uh, several times, um, throughout my childhood and, um, older, older life. Um, but I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, Yes, I've had injuries at, you know, under the age of two, I've had horses run off, I've been bucked off, you know, everything that trainers and people that ride horses all their life incur. Um, But they've also developed my character, they've created a um, discipline in my life that I would never trade for anything. Um, It's given me a huge responsibility. Um, of having animals in my care, um, especially for other people. Um, so I have really, really cherished it and treated it as though it's their, their mine.
0: I'm so glad you touched on that, how it developed your character and brought you discipline and the responsibility. I think just for the general public around the nation, people don't realize what horses really do for us or the youth involved. So just touch on a little bit, maybe, or this is my question, how have else have they benefited maybe your physical health, even along the way and mental health and keep developing those relationships in your life, which you've already touched on a little, but I know there's a little more.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been a positive influence in my life for sure. Um, You know, we're all going to experience, you know, accidents or terrible things in our life and that nobody deserves. However, how you handle that definitely, in my opinion, uh, determines how fast you get out of that situation. So it's best to just stay positive, um, and just keep moving forward and, um, looking at what God has in store for your life. But, um, as far as like, um, physically horses have been more of a mental, um, uh, like a, a positive influence, um, through mental therapy. So like, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of, you know, therapy programs out there, um, for all kinds of people. I I've witnessed what it does for vet vets, that don't even have legs. Um, It's just amazing what horses can do. And it's the same. Like when I get on my horse, like there's just nothing in the world that can replace that feeling and that connection with an animal. It's just, it's there's nothing that, it's, it's, a, it's a disease, right? <laughs> we all talk about and we get hooked on. So there is something with that beautiful connection. Um, physically, you know, it kind of has taken a toll um, on my body um, physically. Um, however, I have kind of tried to mentor and guide you know, young up and comers, you know, to things to avoid, right, you know, just like (laughs) I'm experiencing, you know, rotator cuff issues from throwing a saddle over my head for 30 years. And, you know, eventually, you know, it does take a toll. But like, I mean, I've ridden a lot of horses in my career, too. So I'm kind of, you know, working on, you know, my rehab myself right now, Um, not only with my brain, but with my body, but I'm still gonna ride horses. There's 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 that mental um therapy that cannot be replaced for anything. And that's what I have to give the credit to the horses and the relationships that I've had with them um, in that part of my life. That relationship. Should- Go ahead, Tisa.
0: Sorry. Well, I was just gonna touch on that positive thinking which is in any form of life, industry, competition, whatever, it's almost, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like everybody's so easy to say, oh, stay positive, but it's almost a learned skill. We have to check ourselves every day. And it seems like the horses, as a barrel racer, I know you know this, but you have to look for the positives. There's so many things that happen through the training process that we could say, oh, we're going to, we're going to quit today or, They're fried or whatever, but you have to look for the positives in your daily training with the horse and through the runs of competition. So I think, I mean, how you touched on positivity, do you, do you believe that's huge in keeping your health at its optimum?
1: Absolutely. 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 I mean, we're all born with a form of measure of faith. Um, It's whether we exercise that with a positive mindset. And, you know, I understand some people don't naturally have that. Um, You can develop it and Mm -hmm. it does take making a decision to do that. And that's what I've chose to do in my life. I have chosen to follow God and do the best that I can for him as he would want me to do. And I've also had to learn how to view people and horses as though, as how God does. And it's easy to have that judgmental you know, spirit, because we are made in his form and he has that ability. So that's, that is within us, but that's his job, right? At the end of our lives is to do the judging. But I feel like our job is to be the example and lead others to a positive life, to where God wants us to be led to.
0: Nailed it. Katie, what was your question?
1: Well, I actually have
2: two questions. I'll, I'll ask one at a time to keep it a little cleaner. The first one is, you know, um, Tisa's family rodeos, my family rodeos, and I can't help um, but feel bad for, you know, the 14 year old girl that only has only can afford an $800 horse and she has like a $150 saddle. And I know she looks around at the rodeo grounds and is struggling. And then she's thinking, you know, why should I do this? Like we can't run as fast. And I'm sure you have went through those moments to get where you are. What can you tell that 14 year old girl?
1: She need. I mean, it's, it's create a goal, create a goal for yourself. That's actually achievable and just work towards that and do not compare yourself with others.
2: That's I it. love that. I love that. Yeah. So get what the
1: comparison is, out.
2: Right. Everybody's on their own journey.
1: It's just you and that horse against the timer. A lot of people, you know, uh, the mental strategy to barrel racing is a mindset and you do need to develop it. I mean, <laughs> you can look around and be like, Hey, so-and-so's here. Oh my gosh. That's, you know, she's like the number one right now. And, You can do that, or you could stay focused on what you and your horse have been doing at home, doing your homework, doing your practice, and then focusing on what you and your horse is going to do when you get in that arena, because it's really you against yourself. You want to be better than you were yesterday.
2: Right, right. So what is your why behind doing what you do and becoming better than you were yesterday?
1: you've got helping so others achieve. Things. Thank you. Just helping others achieve their dreams and just leading by example. People are watching. They want to know what you're how you're going to react. What you're going to do in the situation. And I feel like there's a lot of young people in this industry that do need guidance and they do need a positive mentorship and they're out there. You just, you need to find it. And then you need to bring value to that mentor.
0: I think as a a youth, if we could direct them, right. What you're saying, even the energy, when they start thinking that I'm out there looking for it, I am out here trying, maybe my horse is only $800, but to never lose faith that there will come the people around you because there are people like you out there that are wanting to help and wanting to make a difference. So to add to Katie's there's, you know, it's out there, just keep doing it. And we can't tell the public enough how much horses benefit us in every,
1: in every step of the way. Right. I mean, every life's a journey. I I agree with that. Totally. Um, One thing I do have to add is we all started out with that $800 horse. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And the one, (laughs) the ones that rose to the top from the $800 horse, put the work in. Yes. And that you cannot avoid putting in the work, you got to show up, you got to do the daily disciplines. I'm not talking about just riding every day, but I'm talking about do the little things that you know you need to do when you're by yourself and you know it's just you and God. You got to do it because it's the right thing to do. Don't do it because you say, well, I just don't feel like it today. Okay, the day that everybody says they're not going to do that that day, somebody else is and they're one step ahead of you.
0: And I don't think the horse knows the difference if it's $800 or $40,000, a horse is a a horse. And these, these kids are going to learn so many skills from any horse they're on. It might not be till a decade down the road. Oh, I remember that happened. So it's, it's never wasted ever. Absolutely, The effort, like you said. Yeah, I, I couldn't, that's the great message, Sharon. I love that you hit all this positivity and to the youth, wonderful. Um, We don't want to take up too much more of your time. We so genuinely appreciated this conversation and we want to send people to Barrels for Brains. We believe in this charity and we believe in you. Thank you so much for making a difference in the world.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Sharon. So you guys have, we'll share um, in the comments, we'll share your website. Do you have Facebook,
1: Instagram, Twitter? Uh, for barrels for brains, we do have a website. Uh, we have a QR code. Um, we are taking donations and we would just like to spread the word. Um, we are, I believe we're working on our Facebook. Um, there's a lot of approvals there, um, to go through, but we're in that process. Um, but we would like to get the word out to, you know, producers, uh, you know, let's, let's like, be as a, like a whole working together for the good of those, um, that need help. And I think that with our industry, this is, uh, we, we need a charity of choice that helps people and what better way than to help people that actually have traumatic brain injuries in our barrel racing community.
0: Well, Well, you you hit, you hit North Dakota today, so you did your (laughs) job. You did your job. We're
1: 2,000 miles away. Well, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. Um, I'm always a, you know, text, phone call way. Um, all my information's on my website. Anybody's welcome to call with questions. Um, but we, we, I, I want to say thank you for having such a positive podcast and what you're doing to help, you know, everyone in the world. So thank you. Oh,
0: Well, you have a lovely week. Good luck down the road. And we hope to talk to you soon. Yes, Yes. ma'am. See you soon, ladies.